Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Mildred Tassoni and Jason Marcus, and we will be joined shortly by uh, Carrie Hartnett and Gail Hartnett. So, Jason, do you want to uh, start off with the topic of the day while we uh, coordinate getting our sure. people on here? Thanks. Um, okay, first and foremost, a quick update on basically where the stimulus package, uh, not stimulus package, where the um, extension of um, the first-time home buyers um, tax credit, uh, at this point in time, it seems like it's making its way through the House of Representatives. We're expecting to hear any minute, hopefully, um, that that's going to be indeed extended to the end of April and then eventually basically weed it off um, as the months continue. They'll naturally, the Fed should be releasing some sort of schedule for us on how that's all going to take effect. But uh, as we were talking about last show, um, that is a huge, huge um, piece of good news for both the mortgage and the real estate industry. Um, looks like also the Fed has pretty much finished their last rounds of buying treasuries, um, which for those of you that don't know has um, a major impact on where rates are. Um, a lot of people believe, as do myself, that rates have been basically obviously deflated and um, have been held at a low to entice buyers, but inevitably will go up to fight inflation. Um, inflation being the arch nemesis of interest rates. The only way to really control inflation is to raise interest rates. And although we know that the Fed's not going to raise the prime interest rate anytime um, in 2009, uh, it looks like rumors are kind of circulating that they're going to start to probably start raising the prime interest rate towards the latter part of 2010. So we'll obviously keep the listeners abreast to how that winds up going, but for the meantime, it looks like we're going to stay status quo. Um, unemployment continues to rear its um, ugly head. Uh, Johnson & Johnson actually came out and said that they're going to be cutting 8,000 jobs um, globally, and obviously um, when you're hearing the little specks and stick it's a good news in the economy and uh, this kind of comes out and rears its head, uh, still very up in the air on um, whether we're climbing out of this recession or it's going to be a long winter. So we'll have to keep an eye out on what happens on that side of the fence. Okay. I have a, I'm going to have a question for you about um, the uh, added uh, options for people um, aside from first-time homebuyers. But, uh, Carrie, uh, you're yep. here? I am. Oh, and, it, and it looks like Gail, you're here. I am. Yes, hi. Welcome. How are you doing? Good, good. We, Jason and I just sort of got it going, and while we get everybody on uh, deck here, um, he just went over briefly the uh, that the stimulus package is working its way through the um, government. Do you have any updates on that, either one of you? Um, I don't. I uh, the last thing I heard was that that the, the uh, they're still asking people to call in because it's 
Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I must have just seen something today that said that the vote was in 72 hours. Okay. Is that, does that sound familiar to you, Jason? Um, let's, I'm looking at the realtor action. It said... Um, well, uh, I just it got... It said that it was supposed to be at 5 o'clock. Well, I don't know when that thing came through. I was reading my emails, and I'm not sure what time that came through, but it said the vote was going to be in 72 hours. Um, yeah. You're talking about the house for the extension of the uh, bill? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's This was the health the health issue. We got too many things okay. going on. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Well, uh, we're going to, you know, we'll know what it's going to be when they get it done. I figured probably because of Election Day that that's why things kind of just went off yeah. the uh, radar. Um, but um, by tomorrow it should be back so we know what's going on. Um, this is the Senate that we're, you know, that we're going through at this point. So the House is still, uh, I believe that the House is still, their date is like the 26th of November. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. But it's the Senate. Anyway, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you two like to talk about the conference that you're going to um, and and kind of why and what you represent? Because uh, we've been talking this week, just so uh, everybody knows, we're figuring out there's so many things we can talk about, and there's consumer viewpoint and a realtor viewpoint and a national viewpoint and... I think I find a lot of uh, people are very frustrated with news because it's like these, you know, the American, uh, you know, the National Association of Realtors. Well, who is that, you know? So, and you guys are pretty involved. So maybe you could just tell us a little bit about your conference that you're going to, and then um, we'll talk about some updates that we can get from you with some technology, which is. Gary, why don't you talk about the Women's Council portion of it, and I'm going to get online to the NAR website so I can fill you in on the actual National Association uh, in a minute, okay? Okay, sure. great. So um, I'm going to the National Association of Realtors Conference, but my, my focus is Women's Council of Realtors where we learn how to develop leadership within our chapters. Um, I'm going to be the incoming president for 2010 of our local Greater Portland Area chapter here in Oregon, and um, um, you know there's there's quite a few things that we learn that we can bring back to our membership, and a lot of it has to do with um, you know just bringing member value to the organization because we are a referral network and education organization, um, but we are. I guess you would call it an arm of the National Association of Realtors where we do get updates from our liaisons where so, you know, we are in meetings all day at Women's Council, so we may not be able to attend the, the National Association meetings, but we do have um, liaisons that will come and kind of update us on uh, what's going on over at NAR. So mm -hmm. it's... Um, it's a great for for me personally. It's a great place to meet new people and get great ideas for not only for our chapters but for business practices and what's going on in different areas of the country. Um, uh, getting to know you know how some people maybe you know like in maybe California or Florida or Nevada who have dealt with a lot more foreclosures and and um, 
short sales, or at least they mm -hmm. they got started faster than Oregon did, you know, mm -hmm. how they're dealing with it and how they're weathering the storm. Um, so that that's kind of – I basically go to become a better leader in my industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, which, is, which is a good thing. I mean, that's why a real estate – now, is it as complicated out there as it is in New York? I mean, I, I, I don't mean to sound silly or something, but – here we use attorneys, and there's it's complicated. You know, there's there's constant new laws, constant new regulations. Now Portland is a city, so it might have, you know, more laws than say a, a rural area. I don't know. You tell right. me. We don't use attorneys. We are a title state, so we have a title company that that does the closing. Um, I mean, of course, you can always use a real estate attorney. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just one more person in the mix, though. Um, and uh, I actually had a client from back east, and I think they were from Vermont, and they they had said, so do we need an attorney? And I said, well, you can certainly get one, but, you know, that's what we have title for is to review the preliminary title report, making sure that the property is sellable and we can they can buy it without any clouds on the title. So, mm -hmm. it's, it's you know, I think it's complicated in its own sense. We definitely have a lot of... Um, people making rules and um, I was asking after our session last week I was asking my broker about first-time home buyer programs that we might have here in Oregon mm -hmm. which was interesting because her comment was well where would the money come from so we, we don't have sales tax here in Oregon so um, <laughs> therein lies a problem where we don't have a lot of Money. So therefore, or, I do my Christmas yeah. shopping in Oregon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do you but have high property tax out there? Then? We do. We really yeah. do. Um, that's been, you know, right across the river, about ten minutes away, is Vancouver, Washington. A lot of people choose to live there because the property taxes are are lower, um, oh, okay. but the sales tax is eight and a half percent too. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I like Portland just for several reasons. Um, and I do own a property, so I do pay taxes on that. Um, uh -huh. But it was—it's just interesting, you know. I guess politics are different all over the country, but there's right. certainly there's certainly complications um, that people have to get involved with. And I look forward to 2010 because not only am I going to be the president of my women's council association, I'm also going to be a state director from my local association to our state association. Oh, that's so, nice. I would imagine I'll I'll figure out the complications a little bit more next year. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Mildred, as uh, yeah. as far as is it complicated out here? Um, Idaho also is. We don't use attorneys. As a matter of fact, I I it it always is the East Coast, and it's not even everybody on the East Coast. Um, before we left New York, in, oh gosh, I want to say. We leave New York. 1974, I think we moved down to Florida. Sold our home uh, on Long Island, and yes, we needed an attorney. Of course, I wasn't in real estate at the time. Um, moved to, to Fort Lauderdale, and Fort Lauderdale, we did not need an attorney. However, we had a friend that was an attorney, and we had him sit in with us. Mm -hmm. um, again, we were not in the industry at the time. We were the right. consumer. Um, mm -hmm. Moved out to Idaho. And uh, we, that when I became a realtor in 1992, we, uh, it, it, we are also t a title state. 
So you ask, is it complicated? Um, California is the leader of lots of stuff that goes on in the entire country. Um, how and, and when I first became a realtor, our forms, of course, were you know like maybe four pages. Well, they're now like nine pages, <laughs> and that's because of what goes on in the rest of the country. You know, whenever there's a whenever there's a situation, a lawsuit, or something that comes up, um, it happens here. And and our as Carrie said, with attorneys. Uh, obviously, we have to be very cautious to not act as attorneys. So we uh, we will always recommend attorneys and accountants if, in fact, uh, something comes up that is not just fill in the yeah. blank. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But typically, we don't. It, that doesn't happen. But the are but as far as laws are concerned, now that's where yes, um, the Idaho Association of Realtors, and I know, and this is probably true. It, Matter of fact, I know it's true in every state because this is what we do at national. But there's uh, right now national is our lobbyists, our national association of realtors. We are so we are a very I, I, I shudder to use the word powerful. However, we are because we are a very large um, organ, uh, trade association uh, on the federal level. So our our dues dollars. Uh, that we're paying, so much of it goes towards exactly what's happening uh, with these, uh, these, uh, this eight thousand dollars, this sixty-five hundred. All of these things have been brought forth by the National Association of Realtors, by our uh, our Government Affairs Department in Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. And we go back there every um, March. No, excuse me, May. We're there uh, while as we're involved with. Carrie now being involved with her state, and I've been involved with my state. We're back there, and we go to the hill, and we talk. And it's not just us; it's everybody from all over the country. Mm -hmm. uh, we're there talking to our uh, congressmen and our senators, letting them know what it is that we want them, that we ex expect them or want them yeah. to. You know, to to do, especially now with the economy, because it's certainly, and we all know this, is the housing industry is just a huge part of this. Yeah. What's going on? So I think that's. Yeah. That's um. Yeah, that's you know, and that's government in action. That's like you know, representing the people, the realtors who to do yeah. transactions, but that's what we really need. Um. You know what? And it, and it is, the, it's, it's us. I mean, they're doing it for our livelihoods, of course. However, we are the proponents of proper private property rights, and that's not just us. That's mm -hmm. everyone. So, you know, so our issues actually are everyone's issues. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, which is which is sometimes not understood by the public. You know, they right. think that it's oh, you know, those rich realtors. Well, you know, we're really there for them. Right. You know, they can enjoy what they have, what what we all have, and what we all want—the American dream. Yeah. Um, do, are you using buyers brokers agreements in either one of your states? We're just starting to do it in on Long Island and New York and Westchester. They. The upstate, they've used them, but we're just starting to use them here, which I'd much prefer, but it's hard to explain to people. And that's one thing going forward I'd like us to have a little conversation about that, not today, but 
some little blurbs on that because I think oh. it's very hard to describe. It, it is, Mildred, and I have to tell you, we started using buyer's representation in, uh, I want to say, 1999. We've been doing it since then. And at the beginning, and it was those of us who were established and we didn't have that, and of course it was all loyalty and, you know, all sweet and everything, but um, we absolutely use buyer representation. It's part of the law. Um, and yes, it's a dialogue, it's scripts and dialogues for at the beginning to get people to understand. Now, all new agents that come on, they don't have a problem at all, naturally, because it's the only thing they know. And, that's, so, and the consumer knows, too. So they consumer know, know oh. that that's how it's done. That's really where... Yes. Um, yeah, that's a good subject, Mildred. We could get into yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't use them as much as we should, and if it was law, I would love it. Yeah, mm -hmm. because I think that the there's a uh, um, a roadblock. You know, it's like you don't have to use it, so a lot of people don't use it, and it's easier not to use it. So it's not it's not practice. It, so. it is part of our agency law. It's absolutely oh. part of our agency. Oh, that's Jason. You work with. Uh, we've done some uh, buyer broker. Um, uh, transactions and you do you do you find that they go smoother if you have a buyer's broker sometimes does it help from the mortgage perspective well I mean when you're in, in the mortgage world it's a little bit it's a little weird um, at times because when it comes down to it um, if I'm doing my job I'm going to contact both the listing and the selling agent you know what I mean now mm -hmm. there's points in times when obviously um, in a buyer's broker situation, certain things can be told to the buyer, certain things can't be. Like sometimes uh, a listing agent discloses things to me that they shouldn't. Sometimes I don't get disclosed things that I need to know. So it's, it's a little weird no matter how it goes. Um, either way, I think for the buyer, and that's the person I'm representing and the person that I care most about in the transaction, where obviously naturally most of the time you guys are representing the sellers. Like I want them to be disclosed, um, anything and everything that needs to be disclosed. So when you're doing a buyer representation type deal, um, as you're representing the buyer, you have and can get more information about um, things that the buyer needs to know and that therefore things that I need to know. Do you guys understand yeah. where I'm coming from yeah. with that? Yeah, oh, definitely. And, and in listening to you, Jason, uh, I guess uh, we, being that it is law and it's agency law, um, the, if in fact a buyer representation agreement is not signed, then the, the party, the, the consumer, remains a customer as opposed mm -hmm. to a client. Mm -hmm. That's what the difference is. And with all those things that you were saying, some disclose, some don't, well, that's absolutely laid out as to what must be. Now, as a seller's agent, which I am, I, uh, they cannot stay a customer. They have to sign the, you know, a, a seller's representation agreement, of course, which is a listing agreement, which I know you have. Well, as a buyer, they can choose to stay a customer. Now, why they would want to do that, I don't know. I guess if they find a house and then they do their own work, they don't have to go out and the agent does not have to do the due diligence of, of finding all these things out, which is going to make it, you know, 
supposedly better for their um, person. But but there are those that choose to stay a customer. But they have if they're going to be represented by an agent, it has to be signed, and they have to sign on as a client. And then you, Jason, as the lender, would get every you know you would you would have all of the information that you needed you know based on based on that. And you know it's interesting because when I worked on both sides. I became better friend. I be I knew my buyer's agent. In other words, I was a I was a selling agent. I knew my buyer's um, lender better than the buyer's agent did. I stayed so in touch with you because I wanted to make sure we got to the closing table. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like when I'm doing um, any transaction. I make it a point. I mean, not only to try to expand my business, which for some reason, I don't understand why anybody in my industry wouldn't do that because, I mean, that's the easiest way. Um, you have something majorly in common. They Obviously, you want to be updated and know what's going on during the transaction. So in my case, like, I just see it as an opportunity to grow my business and get more people to refer me naturally. But um, the best agents out there, especially on the listing side, they're always – even if I wasn't the type of person that reached out, like – most of the best best agents out there always do what you're talking about, and that is contact the lender and create a relationship from the from the beginning, so that way you know um, anything through the transaction and how it's going. In my opinion, it always helps to have everybody on the same page informed naturally because there are certain things like we were just talking about that aren't disclosed back and forth that you know they're, they're, especially with title and the way that New York law works there's so many little things that can pop up that are going to delay if not jeopardize my situation and I'm not going to ever claim to be the smartest person in the world the more people I can sit there and brainstorm to get around these issues even the simplest things I'll give you guys the quickest of quick examples um, I had an issue where we had um, an FHA deal, roof doesn't get certified. You need to have it so that way the roof is good for, or a roofer comes in and says it's good for three years. This thing's in shambles. We have the seller selling a house as is, a buyer that doesn't want to pay the roof, and obviously me as a lender that can't finish the deal without it. I got the two agents on the phone because they're going to be obviously my best soldiers in getting these people to agree. The attorneys, they get too sometimes tied up in the whole legal back and forth motion. Sometimes you just need a couple people, a couple handshakes, and a couple brainstorm sessions to get these things accomplished. Moral of the story, by keeping everybody informed and everybody working together, there was an agreement struck between the seller and the buyer to get the transaction done, the roof fixed. We held escrow for a couple weeks, got the roof fixed, everybody's happy, win-win, deal gets done. Win-win, right. Win, win. right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, an excellent example. And, and for somebody who's a new agent, might not know that, might be a little hesitant to, you know, sometimes you don't know who who you're supposed to call, who you shouldn't, you know, uh, you know, there's laws. So I can see for a new agent that would be helpful to know that that's it's what a I love good about. idea and it helps. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about Keller Williams because Keller Williams, you know, new agents really are set off with the right path. Mm -hmm. it, it, so they, if they choose to, they yeah. have so much help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, one thing. Uh, okay, so now you guys are going to go to the conference. 
So what I was hoping, this week on Blog Talk Radio, which we're on right now, um, is uh, started up this week or the beginning of last week, um, a thing called Cinch and CinchCast.com is the website, so that you can we can dial in. I mean, we're dialing in right now, but you can be on a phone and we'll verify your phone number and you can create little um, uh, reports called a cinch, where you can do not only text, you can do images, but you can do phone calls. So um, sometime in your travels there, back, some, you can sit, and I'll make sure you have the phone number. And you'll be able to just dial in and say, I was just at a great session, one of the things that happened, whatever. You know, Give us a little, a little report that then we can post easily on Facebook the link on Twitter, add it into the radio show so okay. that we'll be able to add things. Yeah, so, um, and, I was, uh, I, yeah. I was looking, I, I did uh, uh, log into that last night just to look at it because I said, okay, so how are we going to do this next week because we're going to be there. Right. Uh, so, so it probably won't be the specific time. So then, how does that work, Mildred? It doesn't matter because you will just say if you two pick, you know, a three-day span um, or four, you know, whatever. We'll, by then, all you'll have to do is dial in. I'll give you the number, and it'll go right to to our page. And you can do five minutes, ten minutes. You can do two or three of them. Excuse me. And what I'll do then is I it'll notify me that it's there, and then I just pull those clips into the show, and then Jason and I could do a live segment, and we can have your recorded segments, and um, I'll just put the show together, and we'll post it on um, Facebook, and you guys can post it too. You can have it for your personal websites, your blogs, things like that. So. Um, I think it's quite an exciting um, medium, and I think it has, um, aside from small business or realtors, I think it has a lot of use because it posts very easily, and I and it, there's little snippets like the buyer's broker. I, I get too lost in the detail, and so um, I work with my son and my daughter as part of the team, and I always just I shut up and I let them explain it. So <laughs> it'll be so much easier just to say, uh, click here, here is this. And I think it's going to allow us to put out some you know, information um, easily. And that's the whole thing with making it as easy as possible to get to the information. So um, I think we'll find a lot of uses for it. Um, so that's why we'll tr we'll jump in on that next week, and I'll uh, give you the number, verify your cell numbers, and then you'll just dial in and talk as much as you want well, and okay. uh, put the show. The the meeting next week, uh, Mildred, they'll be in the past has been uh, thirty thousand realtors that have been at these. They're expecting about twenty thousand. I'm sure the economy has something to do with that. But there yeah. should be about 20,000 realtors that will be uh, inundating the San Diego area, which will, which is a fabulous place for a conference. Yeah, uh, really. Yeah, and um, the um, 
Oh, gosh. Uh, Condoleezza Rice is going to be the keynote speaker at the General mm-hmm. Assembly meeting next uh, a week from Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's, uh, aside from the classes and so on, because this particular event, there will be governance and there will be committee meetings of, the, you know, the National Association, but there will be tons and tons of classes going on for uh-huh. realtors to take advantage of, you know, to be better. There's also an expo that there'll be over 400 companies uh, that will be present with, I mean, the trade show is, uh you need the first time I went, it took me two days because I had to, you know, see it all. Right, and then you, you ultimately, after that, you tend to go and you know what you're looking for. Technology, right. like, right. yeah, you know right. what it, what is it that I need now, you know, and you mm-hmm. go and it's great. I mean, it's it's yeah. a, and as Carrie yeah. said, it's an incredible networking opportunity. Um, that's how uh, we, we have. Yeah, we have 90 seconds left. So um, what we can do is, and what we'll try and do on all of our sites is post some links and we're on Facebook and do that and just start pushing out even even the link that people could look, either realtors or consumers might want to look at some of the things that, that are going on. Somebody maybe who's also thinking of being in real estate. So... Um, uh, I recommend okay. that, that anybody that's listening, whether they are realtors or whether they are wannabe realtors or looking into it, to get on our um, website, to get on realtors.org, uh, realtors.org. Uh, and there's so much information on there, it's, it's too much information. But, and it's fairly easy to follow. So that would be my little tidbit for, yeah. for the next presentation right now. Okay, good. Um, all right, we have 30 seconds, so I want to thank you all. I I know one thing that um, hopefully the the tax credit will have passed, and then we'll have to not only do the first time home buyers, but then the whole new category. I think that's something that's something that we should address so that people understand the new rules. Um, okay, I'd like to thank uh, Gail, Jason, and Carrie. And that's all we have. We'll see you next week. Thanks, (laughs) Mildred. Have a great evening. Yeah, you guys too. I'll send some follow-up emails. Thanks a lot. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.